What's up team, how we going? First off, I just want to say a huge thank you to all you out there for supporting this Assorted Kiwi podcast. Life is assorted, taste is assorted, our minds are assorted, and our stories are assorted. The Assorted Kiwi podcast is where Kiwis can share their assorted perspectives, ideas, and dreams. Assorted is all about Kiwis connecting through what is important to them. Every idea is important to who you are. Some may miss, but the best ideas are the ones that challenge ways of thinking and also emotionally connect people to one another. This is the definition of the Assorted Kiwi. Sub team, how we're going? Welcome again to the Assorted Kiwi show, aka Origins. Um, um, just another, again, another one of one of these digital sort of like Zoom meetings. Um, getting quite... um quite comfortable with these after we've been doing a lot of these face-to-face um but it's always cool just to um, chop it up and have a conversation anyway so we've got a special guest on the other side of the line um mv oso what's up bro what up what up what's up how you it's your boy mv oso aka self-sufficient aka the boy who don't give a shit aka lovable chat killer killer <laughs> Excellent, awesome, bro. Like, like, honestly, like, welcome, um, welcome along to the show, bro. And it's gonna be a cool one just to chop it up and a little bit of context for a lot of other people. Like, we're gonna like meet each other through fifty nine seconds, like, um, and I just had a huge amount of respect for all the grind and uh, particularly a lot of the beats for you, like putting up on there, and they're just super fire. And it was only Thank seemed you. right, only seemed right just to build on this um platform as well, bro. Thank you so much, man. And I've actually connected with a lot of people through your guys' platform as well. Um, people showing interest in my beats. So it goes both ways, man. It's, oh, it's, been, it's been fruitful. It's been a fruitful uh, connection. Ah, and it's like particularly like in the recent times, in the um, recent lockdown, like you've been doing those artist producer chats as well. And now it's kind of another thing that caught my eye, particularly what you're doing, is not only the musicality standpoint, because you're not only a producer, um, you're MC as well, right? and vocalist and then also like doing your thing in terms of actually like documenting the scene which is a huge amount of respect yeah, you could say a, what, what do they say a jack of all trades master of none ah bro but like when did that all yeah. get started for you bro like because i'm self-sufficient like that's been around for like 20 since 2015 eh? yeah and it actually how that came into inception was through one of my other music mates, Impact, which I should acknowledge on this as well, he started the self-sufficient thing. And it, and that it's uh, when it was a baby, when it started, it was actually a hip-hop crew that was the uh, the, the birth of self-sufficient. And, and so that, that's how that got started. But in terms of me and my own creativity, um, I, I was first exposed to it, I think when I was like a little kid, my auntie would be, because um, I, I grew up, my grandmother brought me up, so I got raised by my grandmother, and so she had my auntie, my mum's sister, lived with us as well, who wasn't as much older as me, and she had her music playing down the corridor, and I think that's where I first got exposed, she had like Tupac, Biggie, you know, you're talking hitters from the 90s, Bone Thugs, you know, Fuji's, Lauren Hill. All the classics. You know, those who know, know. Yeah. And so I think that's how I got 
exposed to it, unbeknown to me, because I was only young, but I'm looking back in retrospect, um, I would say, yeah, that's how I got to know hip-hop. My auntie was just booming it. She had all the CDs, had the CD player. No, she had the nice. full spec. Stereo system. That's what it was back then, bro. The stereo yeah. system. Nah, hard out. I, I feel you, though. I feel you because I was, I was on the same, but with the vinyls. That's why I love love all my vinyls, bro. Exactly. Like, listen to music like through that. But like growing up on like that rich amount of history of hip hop, right? Like what a, a dope era to come up on. Like that would have like been a huge amount of influence on you, right? Oh, big time, big time. And it was so cool. <laughs> and back in my day, it was so cool to like, because um, we, we had tape decks, right? So we would, um, well, I would sneakily record it off my auntie's CDs. And she didn't know, she didn't know, bro. I used to sneak into her room. Because she would say, don't touch my stereo, you know? Got you. Not how to touch it. But, um, you know, I went in there with my little tape deck, recorded it. Took it out and I had it on tape, and and that was, and that was me like on my Walkman. I had Tupac and Biggie playing, and yeah, it was just a good time to grow up with with hip hop music and being exposed to it at that time in the, in the 90s. Uh because like back then, like how how old were you like back then? Not to like kind of like ask how old you are, G, but like is it kind of like like I think like when I was like growing up, like I was kind of because I'm 30 now, like. Back when I was like really got into hip hop, it was like get rich or die trying for me, like 50 cent. Mm, like, mm. Yeah, it was around that time when I was about like 10, 12. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, when when I first started listening to it, it was, I was about freaking six, bro, six oh, yeah. or seven. Because that, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm not far off from you, bro. I'm 32 now. Sweet. So, yeah, when Puck was popping off, it was about 96. Yeah, I was about seven, got seven at the time. So I got, you know, I got um, hip hop at a really early age. Hard out. And like, yeah. when did you, when did you actually um, like start like kind of like picking up what what actually actually what came came first for you, bro? Was it like getting interested in just like writing down raps, or was it actually starting making music like in any shape or form like throughout like you growing up? Like what came first? Producing, producing came first. So. Going back to high school, this was my, um, I was 15, what's that? Fifth form? Is it fifth form? Yeah, third, right third year in high school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was at church college in, in Hamilton. And I music was one of my subjects. And we had an assessment to um, create, a, create a song, create a, a composition. And um, I don't know what it was. Um, so at church college, instead of saying Mr. and Mrs., we would say brother and sister. That's how we address our teachers. Oh, okay. So I had a teacher. Yeah, so it's a religious uh, way of calling them. So um, I had a, my music teacher's name was Brother Martel. And I always like telling the story because this is where I got the spark. I remember him saying, why don't you uh, put a song together? Put a, put a rap together or put a, you know, create a track. And I was like, Brother Martel, how do I do that? And he goes, come on, show me I'll show you something and uh, in in the little so you know you have your private rooms with the drums and the pianos yeah yeah you had your little, yep so we had one room um with just drums piano had everything and he went into the cupboard and pulled out this um this machine and uh, I was like what the heck is that and he goes it's a four track those yeah. who know will know the four yeah, track uh, machine had four 
plugs, you know, four um, channels. Got you. And classic. And he said, yeah, yeah. And he said, you got four channels. Make it work. You can do something on each channel. And and so that's that's what really intrigued me. I was like, oh, okay. And so I had the drum machine, this classic old school drum machine, and just did a boom, 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 boom. Just had that on loop. Looped that for about two and a half minutes. Chucked it on track one, and that just put the drum track in. Once that finished, jumped onto a second, uh, second track of, of the four. Did a guitaring. Actually, I've got a guitar right here. I still remember how to do it too. Um, and on the second track, I did some. I think it goes like this. I can remember it was like that. Yeah, that far. I still remember that. Far, that's, that's incredible, bro. Honestly. And, and and so just imagine that on the boom, t- boom, boom, t- boom, boom, t- boom, boom, t- and so those two are running simultaneously. Yeah. I had two more tracks left, and uh, there was another chick in my class, uh, and and so I approached her and I was like, Hey, do you reckon you could um sing a sing a chorus? No. And she was like, Yeah, bro, I'll do that for you. And so we did that on the track, and then on the other one, I did like a rap on it. And yeah, that's that's the story behind that. And I, th- I think that's where I got the, um, the re- realization that, holy shit, I'm actually good at this. I'm actually good at putting stuff together. That's cool, bro. That's a kind of, that's a pretty awesome story as well. And even at an earlier age, like just the nature of actually getting someone and actually producing them too, like all in one hit. Yeah, and, and having the ability, I guess, to persuade someone to do it. Like, yeah, like I didn't even know I could just walk up to someone and say, hey, can you do this? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. So even even in that, the ability to be able to get people to want to do something, that, that's a skill in itself as well because they're entrusting you to put put their name yeah. or their association to what you're doing. Out. And, and they, yeah, so there was a bit of trust when collaborating. But that came natural with me. I've collaborated with so many people. Yeah. So many people. And like after you after you did that first track, like were you just addicted to it? Like you're just like, oh, holy, this is what I wanna really be doing. Like from like just you know, at, that- at the time, yeah, at the time I lived in Hamilton, I think what really kicked it in for me is I moved to Papatoy the next year because my mum and dad lived in South Auckland. And and South Auckland's very um was heavy hip hop. So I think being surrounded by it really, really reinforced me to want to do it more. So like yeah. I walk up Hunter's Puzzles and um, this was when Dawn Raid was still visible. They were still, still, the still thing. Everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, their record label was next to Hunter's Plaza, their barbershop. So I'm exposed to, I'm seeing it going to Hunter's and I'm and in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, I want to still do that. Go like what I did at high school. And like for like yeah. for context, was that like Dawn Raid around like Hook It Up, like tour kind of era, like Scribe Crusader, Mariko, White Sunday? Yeah, or was that, that around that, that time? Yeah, at their yeah. peak. But yeah. um, because because I literally grew up around that, I think that kind of invested the hip hop into me as well. Because they were doing big things, man, and, and you know they they were the hip hop, the the heights of hip hop in that, at that time. 
And I used to see Mariko and all that walking out. And I was a nobody. I was just on the street, nobody observing at the time. Just a young cat. They wouldn't have known who I was. But um, I think that's the power of music is that you never know who you're inspiring. Exactly. And you don't know who's around you. And then 10 years later, they come out of nowhere. I was like, oh, I remember Envioso doing this or that or, that, or, or anyone. So that's, that's what um, hip-hop did for me as I was, I was watching it as a kid and, and getting inspired by it. Oh, that's fire. So super fire stories, eh? Like, and it, you're totally right. Like music, like just transcends like sound, like beyond sound. It's just in terms of just direct influence in terms of yeah, what you can yeah. actually see and like being able to be around that time, around when Dawn Ray was like at its kind of height. Like that's a, a huge amount of inspiration for you as well. Right. So, yeah, man, big time. And yeah, like like I was saying, moving to Papatoi to South Auckland, it was the hip hop hub, well, one of the main hubs of hip hop. So I was I was in the right place, soaking it all up. Yeah, that's uh, fire. And like when and when did you actually like first started like kind of like actually start releasing sort of music? Because when did um in terms of like your projects with um full effects, that was that's kind of and recent times eh? like in the last like five years that you've kind of like linked up yeah yeah so i would say just going back a bit when i first started releasing music i uh, would have been around 2011 got you just my first sort of solo uh pathway this is my um, offering to the world sort of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i i did that around 2011 um you probably can see behind me. I've got three CDs. You probably yep. kind of can see. And I see, yeah. Um, so the first two are solo, and then the full effect that I um, co-copy German one. We've actually done two. I've yet to get a hard copy printer. Um, so yeah, I'm about four projects deep into it, and as well as as I'm doing my beats on the side as well with four other artists. Uh, that's awesome. So uh, yeah, different channels. Yeah. Hard out, bro. Like, and when was like, um, when you started? So, like, what? Because I'm not, not too familiar with like your first like two projects, but what were they? And like, how was the kind of process of from just doing individual tracks to actually putting together an album? Like, that would have been a totally different experience, eh? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I um, looking back at it now, I think the sound was very experimental. Uh, the first two projects, I, I still was trying to find well, who I am, I guess. Yeah. yeah, my sound, who I am. And it, it's very experimental. Like I, I I explore the whole spectrum. You know, I'm, I'm not just a trapper. I'll, I'll, I like to explore. I'm quite yeah. explorative in, in the sound. Like I'll, I'll give a R&B track a go. Or I'll do uh, some gangster shit. I'll give that a go. And, and okay. whichever hits... It's kind of what guides me. That's that's kind of what the the blueprint I I've used. Got you. Is um yeah, I put out kind of yeah, it's kind of marketing in a way. I'll throw out different styles and then just see which which one the audience bites and then I'll kind of continue that pathway until I need to pivot. But yeah, yeah. I'm very um I'm very changeable. I, I don't really stick to one style. I like to be like a an eclectic type of artist. Which is kind of which kind of um doping it. Doping itself in terms of like harnessing your skills, whether on the mic or as a producer, 
being able to kind of work with so many different people and so many different styles rather than just pigeonholing yourself into one yeah man. I've got a I've got this uh, thirst for learning and, and um, yeah, learning off other people as well. So I think that's that's that curiosity, that um, that hunger to to learn so much more and realizing I I actually don't know as much as I think I know, and that's that continuation of um, learning, uh, which for any artist and and they they will know is that it's a it's a never ending learning process. Hundred percent, and never yeah. And it's like, regardless if you're an artist, a producer, or just whether you're in business, or if you're not in business, or just at school, or whatever, like it's always a continuous building, or you're collecting Lego bricks, so to speak, and you're constantly building that that wall or that castle or whatever you're wanting to do. Eh? Yeah, man, I, I like that. I like the Lego. I, I was more of a Connects man myself, so <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love Connect. You know Connect, bro. Yeah, I know Connect, bro. Yeah, I remember Connects, bro. Like those big Ferris wheels, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was, like, like, Lego was more blocky. Connects was more like clicky. Yeah, it was kind yeah, of a uh, different type of Lego. Yeah, yeah, bro. Nah, I, feel, I remember that. Eh? Like, I haven't heard the word Connects or the brand Connects. I know it. Right. But nah, it's, it's kind of throwing me back, bro. Like, it's definitely. <laughs> like, those who know Connects know. Yeah, yeah. That's fire, bro. Like, um, so like in terms of um, particularly in terms of like cop opera, like driven, like how did your relationship with Full Effect come into it? it was that someone like you, you had known for a while? Like, in terms of going from your two solos into those two project and you know, a third on the way, right? Like, yeah, yeah, a third on the way. So um, yeah, shout out to the both Full Effect. Um, he also has something coming out very sh- short, uh, very soon as well. Oh, He's dope. got a, his own um, Backstreet masterpiece that's coming out end of October. So um, yeah, it's gonna be fire. He's dope. He's dope. Uh, so yeah, back to how we met. Um, so he he was with a crew from up up in Bangladesh called Coastal ENT, and um, I was doing the self sufficient thing. So this going back to when we were still. A crew self-sufficient and um, we, we did a thing with the team to team collaboration it was actually like a versus think like street fighter but their crew uh, fighting out crew but in a hip-hop battle uh, yo, yeah, you. we played each other off so we all fought each other and i and i fought um full effect and we came with our bars you know came heavy and, and he, he beat me in, in that um particular um showdown but um i think that led to to us working together, we realized how much we had in common. Um, we're still good mates to this day. We've yeah, um, yeah done two couple of drivens, uh, few videos, it's even on. gigs. Yeah, we've done heaps together. So, um, and he's one of my best mates in, in the music game. So that's awesome, though. Yeah. like to be able to like yeah. be in the music industry and not only like you know develop a friendship with with someone else, but like a friendship and a partnership in the music fan that's yeah. pretty rare in itself eh? like, yeah and and we share the same uh passion for something yeah. which is makes the friendship even more special because he he loves hip-hop just as much as i do as well and he's got fire man he, you know yeah. i'm sure you can speak to him soon but man he got he got talent too bro oh, hard, bro i've seen like a lot of his yeah. recent clips on the gram bro like and he's a spasm like yeah yeah 
It's just was super cool. Like kind of like similar like how like you kind of be spazzing on the beats. Like he's been spazzing with those bars in the recent recent like videos as well. Like and the, and honestly, like from fifty nine seconds, I think in the first week or two, like a couple of your tracks were like in kind of like the first two weeks. Like I think like just come through and like Pakana, like around that whether that on the third third album, but that Pakana track far out, bro. Like that's it's fire. Like I mean when I heard the clip of that and I was just spinning it around, like I was like, bro, when is that coming out? Thank you, bro. Yeah, like if you've heard Kopapa Jovan one and two, they're quite um what's the word? Classy, I guess classy. Um, you know, presentable type yep. tracks, and uh, I told the bro full effect. I was like, bro, for our third one, bro, and this this was just me putting my vision, my vision into into play. I was like, for the third one, bro, let's just go fire. Let's just go to my toenail. Let's go God of War. Let's let's bring that energy. Let's sh- show New Zealand the uh, you know if we're representing Africa. There's, yep. there's a reputation there that's connected to it, you know. Napoli was known as the tribal freaking uh, fearless tribal people. And now you go back into history. So that was something I wanted to acknowledge through Pakama, which is um, acknowledging Honeheke and Kawati, um, who were chiefs up from up the north. Um, and, yeah, their stories were just compelling to me. So I'm, I'm trying to bring that story back through hip-hop. Got you. So and for the first two, like, um, Kopapa Driven's, like, there were sprinkles of that throughout it, right? Like, like tracks like like Kingmaker and a few of the other ones as well. But, like, are you saying, like, this new one, it's, like, kind of, like, really putting putting all your cards in to that particular yeah, message? Yeah. Or just coming at it, like, war. Yeah. Like, I'm being 100% coming, coming at it in, in a war angle and... and uh. All or nothing, you know. Yeah. Hi, I'm the I'm from Napoli, and I'm here to take the crown. I'm here to take it all. And it just, yeah, hand, hands in. It's uh, all. And, and just coming with the fire, bro. That's mean, bro. Honestly, yeah. and like, and it definitely with that um Pakana track, like fire out. That's a statement in itself. Like, it's like, it's like, because that means war, Marty. Yeah, like. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. war battle. Oh, ah, yeah. so like that's like goes without saying like that's just the vibe on that tracks are unreal so i'm looking forward to like that fully coming out for a lot of other people's ears um but far out bro that's mean and like there's actually going through like um those like core popper driven albums there was like one track that kind of stood out to me bro was that give me the night track on the second one and like when i listen to it bro like it has like a mean as like r&b vibe but then and I started beyond listening to like kind of the instrumentation of it, listen to the lyrics, far out, it's clever, bro, because it's like just referencing like all these dope ass like songs from like Drake Control and No Diggity, like Nija Mystic. It's like far out, bro, it's mean. Yeah, man, that was actually uh credit to Full Effect. Yeah. So he 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 put that together. He came up with that cleverness of um putting tracks together. In a montage, right? It's yeah. like a, um, a collection of bits and pieces of, of songs, but telling a story with it, and it was genius. It's genius, yeah, bro. So yeah, he put that he put that together for the Kopapa German too. Yeah, because I, I listened. Yeah, because I listened to it and I was like, "Fire out, bro!" I don't think I've ever like heard like 
like a song like that, like, like for a, like if not from recent memory, bro. So that's as far out. If that's like any any of the tracks that you've released, definitely on, on those first two is an indication for the number three, far out. That's on. And like outside of that, like um, that collaboration album, like you've got your own album coming out next year as well, eh? Like, yeah, man. So I'm quietly yeah. working on on a solo release, and yeah, it's it's been almost a decade since I've released a solo. Uh, got you. Release. So so I'm doing it for the sake of um, just letting people know, hey, I'm still here. I'm still doing this. Yeah. I haven't gone though. Um, and, and just for the fans, you know, I know I've had people that um, loved my last tracks I did years ago, uh, last CDs I did years ago. So, yeah, for me, it's just something I want to put out. Um, however, my, my heart's with production and being making, that's that's where I will stay. Got so, you. yeah, it's, it's a release for the love. It's for the love. Let people know, hey, thanks for writing with me 10 years ago. I'm still doing it. It's fire, bro. Because that's what you kind of beat me to it. I was going to ask you that, like, which one you prefer, like, being on the mic or behind it, like, and like, what is it about, like, being like in the producer game, like, that's rewarding to you? Like, what is it that makes you feel home in that space? I think it's the people that I get to work with. That's the most exciting part, and being able to use my experience and and my confidence uh, to help help another. On their journey so yeah seeing others shine to be honest bro like like i was telling you earlier i've made beats for so many artists you know full effect uh mr k heaps man like i've, I've got a check with mr k and Mariko on one of my beats um so many you know gems hidden gems uh, out there that i've had the opportunity to do work with so, is that mr k um, Mariko joint that's off her her new tape as well eh? like yeah, man, her um, Mel's versus Mr. K. So, uh, and these are like hidden, hidden gems. You know, people would yeah. be like, "Oh, you, I didn't know you had your hands on that." So, um, it's on. You know, there's so many stories I've, I haven't even told you that that I can't think of. But I've, I've had so many opportunities and and been blessed. Uh, and and yeah, to answer your question, uh, producing and beat making will be the long, long thing for me. That's that's where I want to. Do the rest of my run. Got you. Yep. Uh, but still open to do collaborations here and there. I still enjoy yep. the artist um, getting up and getting on the mic and performing as well. But um, but yeah, my love has always been producing. As I was telling you back in yep. high school, four track. I think that's that's uh, full circle for me. That's that's where I want to um, keep, out, keep working. In the yeah, industry. definitely, definitely hear it from that first like the first four track story in terms of like something that stood out to me, bro. is like just being able to kind of like bring someone in to your world and then kind of produce them and that they having that from the very beginning and then something that you hold true to you and it's something of value as well. Eh? Like in terms of like building with different artists or who may not actually know what their sound is, but you're helping them curate it. Like. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's a, it's a trusting they they um entrusting me to, to to be vulnerable to open up to be themselves uh not not feel judged not feel criticized you know all those things that would um uh regress the creation i guess yeah or make them freeze I, I, and yeah. not yeah 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 i think with me if you spend five minutes with me in a room i probably will set you on fire like i've got that ability <laughs> to just like 
make people comfortable and 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 they be yeah, themselves bro. and and um, express themselves. Yeah. They, 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 we kind of like mirrors in a way, right? You know, you mirror what you um, what you see, and so uh, I think yeah, I think I'm I'm grateful to have that um, ability to work with people and, and bring the best out of out, out of them. Yep. Um, I think that's a skill, yeah. It's yeah. definitely an innate skill. Yeah, it's definitely a skill, but it's definitely a strength of just overall, mm-hmm. like, the energy that you bring, like, enables you to be able to be awesome at creating things or building those relationships, eh? Like, And, like, over the last, like, 10 years, like, what have been some, like, if you were to kind of, like, retrospectively look back, bro, like, what were, like, times that you're, like, personal milestones that you're, like, whoa, holy, from a production standpoint? But you're like, oh wow, okay. This is like a bit of self fulfillment, bro. Like, what were those sort of stories? Oh man, it's quite a lot to be honest. I'm not sure where to start. I, I'd say so far um, the um, the Copa Driven series one and two. Yep. I, I think that would be something that's. Um, that makes me super proud, especially given that um, the the working relationship me and Full Effect had it just worked, bro. We we just we didn't have too many run-ins. Everything just flowed. Um, we brought in people to help us because uh, because I had to put my hardest hat on. So I even had relationships with um, I had a brother by the name of Sasai who came in. He recorded our Copa Driven too. So that allowed us to to just be artists and, and, and to work on creativity. And that was all done on zero budget, bro. So I'm super proud of that. I was yeah. so resourceful. Like, bro, the fact that I've achieved so much, I think this is part of my story. I've achieved so much with no help, no funding. Not not that I couldn't have gotten funding, but um, I've, I've done it in such an independent way that I hope it inspires people that think that they need things to do things. You don't, man. You just need the uh, yeah. the desire and, and the hunger to want to make it happen, and you'll find a way to make it happen. Uh, now, you don't need a Flash Studio in Auckland Central nah. to you know, fire an album. Shit's changed now, bro. Like, you don't oh, need bro. that. Oh, and we know that from the last 10 years alone, right? Like, mm. you don't necessarily, you just necessarily need to just a laptop. Yeah, man. You know, you can do that within that rather than the big on like mixing boards and all that sort of stuff. Like the game's changed. Like big time. The game's changing. So yeah, I think my journey is testament of that. I've never let anything stop me from doing something. If I wanted to record a song, okay, how do I record a song? What do I need to get to record a song? Uh, what programs do I need to record a song? Uh, what do I need to make sure so the birds are not in the song? Because I don't want birds on my song. Well, you know, things <laughs> like that. You know, yep. that's that's the process that goes in my mind. Okay, how do I get there? How do I start it? How do I finish it? So okay. it's that constant moving questions that helped me to to get to this point, even talking yeah, to you. Yeah, hard. And it's even like what you're saying before, and like how I said, whether it's like Lego bricks or connects, like you're 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 putting yourself fully into it to learn and build. I mean. When you get to like a Kopapa driven three, you've you can look back to what you've done over the last ten years. Like, okay, sweet, cool. I know exactly what we want to do. It's war time. It's battle time. Like, 
It's fine. Right, yeah, and, and uh, one one thing that's key is is just making sure you have a good foundation. Right? Yep. Build your house, build your house on rock, not on sand. It's a classic saying, you know, like make sure you have a solid foundation. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, it's cool to be creative, but you know, make sure that the other things are in check. You now, your mental, your health, yep. your family. I think that goes without saying, and that those are things that I also work on as well, so that the whole thing is is working together. Yep. Uh, yeah. Every, everything works together. Um, I, I like to call it the well. It's got its own antifari tapafa, which is you know mind, body, soul, and family. Yeah. All those things work together. If one of them falls up out of place, then the rest will sort of yeah you know, exactly. And yeah, it's like a it's, it's like a um yeah a chair with like one leg that's a bit wonky, right? It's not going to be very yeah, comfortable, man. you know. Yeah, or four right. pillars, right? Four pillars yep. to hold the. Hard out. All right, yeah, man. So I can, I can say at this time, at this point in my life, everything's just going well. Um, but, you know, challenges always come. I, I'm always happy for a challenge to come my way because that's that's where you learn and that's where your experience comes to play. And, you know, you can use your martial arts that you've learned through your experience. All right. That's like <laughs> some Wu-Tang Clan, like, Six Chambers stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. awesome. And, like, one, one thing that I wanted to talk to you about, like, you mentioned um, Misty K and... Also, I don't know if you mentioned Tali Joy, but like I, I found them up through 59 seconds, but also like getting to hear their stories a little bit more with your artists and producer chats. And that's super cool. Like beyond just wanting to kind of like what actually inspired you to actually like start doing that? Like, because that's something that's not not only is it your experience in the last 10 years making music, or if it's on on from a beat perspective or from on the mic but it's another element of the wider array of like hip-hop culture or just music culture in this country so how's that been yeah man it's, it's awesome i i just um to be honest it started from boredom and lockdown yeah, yeah. that's 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 the uh that's the things, yeah. yeah yeah but um as i started getting into it i realized holy heck this is this is more than just a chat, this is culture. This is culture building. And I'm all for that. I love to do my part to build the culture, just like what you're doing right now. We're, we're all contributing. Now I feel like it's there's this uh, ecosystem yep. of, of what we're doing right now. And there's, there's so many parts to it. And, and so I'm just happy to do my part and help other musicians um, get their voice, get their, get their um, time in the spotlight. And I'm happy to be that guy that makes the spotlight. All right, yeah. Sam, what's your story? Tell us what you're about. What what inspires you? And, yeah, bro. And in return, it inspires me. So there's actually like a cause and effect. Oh, 100%, 100%, bro. I feel you on that one. Like, and that's kind of like part of like, if you like kind of do it for, I definitely do it for that from a spotlight perspective, but just the, the amount of vibes that you get and the energy that you get from one another as well, eh? Like, and the insights that you can learn and pass on and put into different mm. areas, like it's super cool. Like, cause like definitely those like chats is it's, it's funny like, how things come up, come from boredom. Eh? Like great things can sometimes <laughs> come from boredom because you're like far out. Yeah, I need yeah. to do something. Like, And, and that, that's all it was, bro. It's like, okay, how can I be productive with this time? I ain't going to just sit on this couch and watch Netflix. What can I do? I, I can surely I can do something, and, and yeah, 
producer and artist came to life. And um, yeah, it's actually it's actually leading me places. I'm interviewing someone next week, a singer from Canada. So now I'm going abroad. Whoa, international up in this. <laughs> 10 episodes in and I've gone, gone abroad so that's um, I hope that some people like you can start something and yeah, bring straight away opportunities take some rest that's fire and is that like for majority of the producer artist chats are those people that you've actually built with like actually work with or are they just kind of like people that you've kind of along the way connected with not necessarily yeah yeah, the, on. yeah yeah along the way um it's a small world in New Zealand. Everyone's bumped into everyone at some point. So, yeah, most for the most part, I've bumped in along the way. Some of them has just been through the, the socials and the networking. Um, some come from actually your, the, your way, the 59 seconds. So, um, had a couple come from there. Tali Joy, uh, Tisha. So, yeah, like we're, we're both doing things for each other, bro, and for the culture, which is awesome. Yeah, and, that, and that's the, I think that's like the cool thing, particularly just one thing that i loved about like i love about 59 seconds is just the amount of talent bruh like it's crazy oh, that's too like, crazy man. And, and it's not like it's new news like we know like we've got some talented individuals on a music level here but just being able to see like people grow and from that very small not infant stage but you know what i mean like their first track and being mm. so hype about that and seeing them progress that's cool. Yeah, man. You must be proud of what you're doing too, because you're providing a platform and and giving artists a, a little, you know, a time for their music or a platform for their music. And not only that, you get to see their growth as an artist. So, so you're there along the way, brother. And that must be special for you to see all these different artists doing their thing. Well, it's cool, bro, because it's like particularly even like as you said, like us, like leading to us having a chat here. Like from like week one all the way to like when you started doing the produ producer artist chats to now, like it's kind of that evolution of, oh wow, sweet, it's just super cool, bro. Like it's like as you say, like it's inspiring, like the amount of energy that you can get from um just creativity, whether it's other people's or just just observing, you know. Mm. It's super cool, bro. Like, like in. A, one thing, just in terms of like self-sufficient, bro, because you were saying it's been like a crew for like since like what 2014, 2015. Like, is it is the crew kind of still intact, like, or was it kind of you just heating up at the moment in terms of like what's going on with like self-sufficient? You yeah, know, talk, talk about the whole story of it, like because that's probably been pivotal to a a lot of what you've done, eh? Yeah. So. Um... As of today, there's, there's myself and that 378 boy, another artist who I've had an opportunity to make beats for as well, and we've done songs together. I'd say me and him are the uh, the active ones of the self-sufficient movement. Um, yeah, most, most of the people that were there have kind of gone their own way. Um, but, but are still there in a sense. They're still yeah. watching, still... Yeah, still, still family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, still family and it never changes. But in terms of who's still pushing, um, yeah, myself. I mean, I, I you could stop me if you tried. I'm just a pusher by nature, man. I just yeah, push, hard. push, push. Um, yeah, and, and three seven eight boy. Um Chef Kingdom. He, he was in the mix for a little while. He's still going, he's still doing his own thing. 
Uh, he's with uh, Keep It Real Music, uh, that record label. Yep. He's doing his thing there. Uh, I still keep in touch with him. Uh, the Bro Impact, who started it all, he's he's doing his gamer thing at the moment. So he's he's right into the gaming. Got you. Gaming world. So he's he, he spends... I haven't caught up with him in a while, but um, last I've seen, he's doing that, the, the gaming thing. He does that on the Facebook self-sufficient. So that's, he's still in the self-sufficient thing, yep. but more the gaming, the gaming uh, side of things. So it's yeah, self-sufficient. It's it's evolved from from just a, a hip hop crew. I yeah. I think it's kind of turned into a brand now. It's actually become a brand of um, a network brand of sorts. You know, like hip hop music. I do my beats on it. it yeah, it's just yeah. become a brand of uh, everything hip hop and everything sort of entertainment. That's fire, bro. Now, yeah, yeah, so that's. That's what yeah. it is now. It's, yeah, it's uh, sort of changed. That's cool because uh, beyond like being a hip hop crew, like my understanding is like it's all in terms of like giving youth, particularly in your area, those opportunities to shine, whether it's like through like music or otherwise, eh? And it's kind of cool that, as you said, as things evolve and things get bigger, things change. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'd say like for our Instagram, for example. I'm not sure what your first thoughts on it, but um, in terms of how I've laid it up, I, I would I would imagine people see it as like a hub. It's like a musical type hub. Entertainment, I'm sure entertainment comes to mind. Yep. Hip hop music comes to mind. Yep. Um, I also channel my beats through it. So yeah, it's kind of become a, a brand, an umbrella yep. brand. You know? and I've, I've kind of cleverly, because I'm, I'm business minded, that's what I do for my bread and butter. Um, business sales and so i've kind of implemented that in the channel where it's become an umbrella of different things um, you know now the producer and artist chats in the mix yeah um uh, yeah, and just casual funny shit and then just having fun on social yeah bro all that yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dope that's super cool bro and that was honestly like when i was looking at like not only the stuff that you were just doing 59 seconds but anyone who like is listening to this and watching it this like head out to um, self-sufficient on Instagram because you'll definitely see the amount of like volume of stuff that's on there um, from beats. And if you're artists out there and keen on collaborating, like definitely hit it up because um, bro, like the beats are just cool. It's definitely my sound like from Thank like, you, just like my, my ear, like, and how you like start off the conversation of those early influences as well. All the sort of nineties, you can definitely hear a little bit sort of like influence in the area. Like, yeah yeah i also like if we can talk on the beat side like that side of my journey um making beats it's changed a lot since when i first started i've um i'm trying to be more uh, with the sound trying to be more um what's the word cultured but cultured as in like um for example i i listen to uh, mariachi guitaring some days or um, another day I might be listening to just Asian uh, Chinese music or Japanese music and then I'm somehow linking that to a beat yeah and that's that's what I'm doing at the moment like my last beat I made is very like violin concerto very Mozart and, and and in my head I could hear like shit what if I chuck a some 808s and a drum trap over there imagine like the vibe switch 
and and yeah. and, and it cut it came off it came off and i was like that's what i was hearing that's, that's cool and it's kind of like what you can even like from like a beat perspective like seeing how you package it up just purely in one of those posts it isn't just the music it's even the titles that you give beats like i don't necessarily know like many producers that name every single one of their beats necessarily <laughs> or even give album art yeah. or covers to it but it kind of sets the scene and it makes sense from what you're saying bro like particularly like certain ones like i mean like the planet nanook one st- stood out for me or one that's like mm. a Yu- Yu-Gi-Oh trap card it, it made it made yeah. sense when you look at the visual and you look at you listen to the beat and you're like oh yeah i get you like yeah and i think with those types of um titles and, and what i was doing there is just linking it to my childhood as well you know planet namek dragon ball z yeah huh? and, and so there was, there was a method in, in that and why i did that you know it's trying to connect with people and go hey i know planet namek that's dragon ball z yeah. okay you must be that generation you must be one of those kids you know so i'm trying to tell a story through my beats as well oh that's super powerful bro like it was that honestly bro it was it's always um like when you see stuff through 59 seconds it's like i'm just i just love the names like it's just yeah it just like paints a picture that's like, super dope bro like that's super cool but um one thing that i was i was going to ask you bro is in terms of like outside of like the album um for next year and um Kopapa driven three like what's what else is kind of on the horizon or, or like what are you kind of in your like aspirations bro like because sometimes it's that power manifestation eh? like putting stuff out there and that you definitely like from understanding your journey if you want if you say you're going to do something you're going to do it like and you're going to do it like independently and you're going to drive to get there like what's on the horizon bro yeah, man, I, I think uh, for me, yeah, get Cope of Driven 3 smashed up, get the solo album out, uh, and just keep doing the beats. So I still want to make a, a big impact on my beats uh, and get to a point where I've almost got a beat to nearly every artist in New Zealand. Uh, that's quite an ambitious goal. I can do it's it. It's a goal, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a goal. So I, I want to be that. I want to be that renowned. You know, I want to be that guy. You know, I want to be on the Dr. Dre Timberland status. Dope. At least on the beats anyway. Whether or not to hit is up to the house, but yep. in terms of the beat, um, I want to be that guy. So I want to just keep working there, um, keep educating myself, keep upgrading my gear. I don't have the, in terms of the quality of gear, I don't have the like, most premium gear, but I've got gear that um, does the job. So I'll just keep yeah, grinding away, keep upgrading Keep educating myself. What can I do to improve the sound? Uh, work with other people. Do some workshops. Get with other producers. Probably another good thing as well. Step out of my bubble. Yep. Um, go and see what other producers do. Kind of learn from them yeah. and kind of like set up. Kind of yeah. It's kind of, there's a lot of it and it's probably because you're based up in Auckland at the moment, eh? Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of like whether it's um big city and a lot of music kind of happening up here, but there's always workshops around like, and even like particularly in, from what I've been seeing, like a lot of stuff through KFM and um, there's navigator workshops as well. Like there's a lot of stuff that's been happening with that. So it's just cool to see that happening as well. 
like in the scene. Yeah, That's man, why. for sure. Sure. Yeah, just keep smashing up the beats. Um, keep keep working with new artists and also keep listening to music. That's yeah. probably the, the biggest thing. Keep listening yeah. to I like discovering new music. I like to listen to new artists because yeah, continuation of learning and, and that always sparks a beat or always sparks an idea of like yeah. oh shit, I could I could do something here, something there's something here, you know. So huh. that's that's the key too. Listening, listening a lot yep. helps Love me bro. to do what I do. Because what have you been listening to at the moment? Like that's kind of a good segue as well. Because that's why I was going to ask, like, what is it in like Invioso's like heavy rotation? Like, like Ooh, whether it's like producers at, or, yeah, or artists. Like. At at the moment, I'm still on the Donda, so I'm still. Yeah, um, I'm 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 like the biggest fan of Kanye. Like I've been the biggest fan since since day one. So yeah. I, I'm still vibing with um, Kanye's album Donda, and that's. Yeah. To me personally, as, as an inspiration, as a masterpiece, the way he's put it all together, it's, that's the Kanye I love. That's the Kanye I love. And I know he's kind of changed throughout the years. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, been through his journey, you know, and, and that's, I still love him no, no matter what. And, and the Donda album is, was just transcending. It was just a whole new level of vibes. Um, I, I liked how he packaged the spiritual side into his music. Um, the way he puts his uh, instrumentations down, it's just totally dope. So yeah, I've, I've still got Kanye on my rotation. That's cool. Still listening to his album. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of. I, I like I do like the album. Like I've had to like go back to it quite a lot of times. So I'm aware. I don't know if you're the same, but like sometimes I have the initial listen when it comes out, but then I have to kind of give it a rest, or just then go back go back into it with like a kind of a nice clean pair of ears. And um, one thing I like is just the rollout. Like I like the fact that he changes stuff. I think that's kind of cool. Like, or just change, like adapting it in a, a real live environment. That's pretty, pretty dope from an artist, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and he's, he's got something in there for everyone. Like he's got tracks that are more poppy sounding rocky sounding hip-hop sounding so he's got this array of music that just covers nearly everything which is amazing that's not many can do that hard out and like who are you kind of like vibing from like locally bro because like definitely like this like from like this year there's been like a lot a lot of activity in the scene like has there been any sort of like artists that you've kind of been listening to like have you listened to um the new like diggy dupe Panthers soundtrack album. Like, have you had a chance to like check your check that one out? Uh, to be honest, no. I've I've seen it though. I've seen it. Yeah. Through the specials, but I haven't actually had a chance to listen to any of it. Yeah, yeah it's fire, bro. Like, this is super cool. Like, do do you find like there's like is there any particular like artist like, in the country that kind of you kind of like have on heavy rotation like? Or was it kind of like quite quite a lot like more international sort of bigger sounding artists? Yeah, I, I, I guess I guess with my um, like for as long as I've I've been doing music, I, I'm yeah, I'm more on the global uh, listening. If that makes sense, yep. nothing nothing against our um, our local scene. You know, it's all love, it's all love. But in terms of what's keeping me stimulated and, and inspired. 
Yeah, yeah, I tend to go more for the, for the global, for your Kanye's. Um, I still like listening to Rick Ross, Kanye, uh, J. Cole. J. Cole's dope. Yeah, off-season. Uh, yep, Drake just dropped his album not so long ago, the Certified Lover Boy. And uh, word is Kendrick Lamar's will have something coming soon. So we yeah, will Drake. be blessed. Man. He's got something He's got something coming up very shortly. And, and you know he's going to come on the yeah. bus and it's going to be strong. I think a lot of people yeah. are waiting for that K-Dot um, album, man. Like, I mean, it's just kind of went in order of kind of expectations in a way. Like kind of went J. Cole, Drake, and then let's see if Ken- Kendrick comes at the end of the year. Like, Yeah. I think lyrically he's gonna blow everyone out the park, bro. Yeah, it's it's like it's hard, like and like part if we're just gonna get on like hip hop nerdy chat, like it's hard. Like sometimes you kind of like wonder where it's gonna, where he's gonna go, and you're like, oh, is it gonna? I like listen to Untitled Un Unmastered like a couple of nights ago. Um, just that EP in between Pimp Butterfly and Dan, and I was like, far out. That's just crazy. Like I was like, far out. Like what is he gonna do? But that's just the yeah, beauty yeah. of being a fan, eh? Like, yeah, but I mean, I'm expecting good things, like especially now, especially with Kanye's dropped something and then Drake's dropped something. Yeah, it's, I'd like to see how Kendrick's release will do, you know, amongst all these great artists that have already dropped things. Ah, uh, bro. Oh, super cool. But honestly, bro, like, um, I, I just want to say, like, massive shout out to you, bro. Like, like, um, as, as we've kind of really touched on throughout it, like other people's creativity can be, is quite inspiring. So like being able to see like a lot of your work ethic and like for me, like just like hit you up and like for everyone listening and watching this, like this is the first time we've actually talked beyond like DMs and stuff. So it's just super cool just to like be able to link up off the bat. And honestly, bro, like as you said, like your energy, like it's kind of infectious in a way, like, you kind of bring the best out of people or bring the energy to the table. So, Thank you, bro. And, and likewise to you, bro. I appreciate everything you're doing as well. Especially, no. like, for, for what you guys have done for my beats and giving it light to other artists. And that means heaps, bro. So thanks for that, you know, for uh, explaining my beats. Because they're good beats. And it's just yeah. a matter of putting it to the right people that they might go, man, I can do this to that beat. It's cool to like hear those stories as well because that's kind of what the platform's all about, bro. Like, really, like, if anything, it's like the music version of LinkedIn in a way. Like, it's just artists and just artists on it. It's no real like fans of, I mean, fans of each other or opportunities to collab and see what's going on. That's kind of the nature of it, really. Just the opportunity to network with one another. So to hear that, bro, like, it's, it's cool stories. For real. Yeah, man. Nah, it's all love, bro. Shout out to 59 seconds. <laughs> nah, shout out to you. MVO so. Um, one thing we're gonna do just to like close it up, bro. Like, um, one thing we do with every single guest on sort of Kiwi show is it is a New Zealand platform, so we have the opportunity to kind of like plug a New Zealand track, you know. Um, so if you were to pick like a New Zealand track to ride out to, um, it could be anything. It could be one of your favourites. Like, what would it be? Like, it doesn't have to be any genre, bro. Just anything to write out to. A Kiwi song. Yeah, bro. Oh. Oh, man. I'll have to go um, David Dallas. 
Uh, what, are, what are we talking uh, about here? I get the feeling. I get the feeling. Yo. Dope. Yeah, I get the feeling. Awesome. There's there's a classic tune, eh? Like, far out. But honestly, bro, like, shout out to you, bro. And, like, super stoked to have you on on the platform. And just I'm just looking forward to seeing what you do next and seeing real curious to see like these projects when they do drop and any other future collaborations um and anyone out there who's listening and watching i definitely check out um envioso because bro has got some some heat out there bro so gonna ride out to david dallas i get the feeling um shout out bro honestly thanks my pleasure brother thank you for having me shout out to everyone that's watching it's your boy, self-sufficient, E-N-V-I-O-S-O. Let's go.